Truth in Texas Banking. I'm LaVonda Renfro, and today you are going to hear about volunteerism. Thanks for joining us today. I'm excited about the show. We love to feature people with a purpose. And today I am so excited to talk with two people who I get a chance to work with. Courtney and Sergio, who we work with in Dallas and in Houston. And we asked them to be on the show because they are two of the people who help our volunteerism on a personal level and on a bank level. And you'll get to hear the why. And listen, when you hear them, you're gonna wanna volunteer more. Welcome to 2023. Can you believe it's a new year? I'm excited about the show today because we love to feature people with a purpose. And who better to speak with than people who love to volunteer? And volunteering is a weird thing for me, right? Everyone at the end of the year, we pick up a lot of volunteers because it's the holiday season and everyone's in the spirit. But volunteerism goes all year long. And at Veritex, we encourage all of our team members to volunteer because we believe supporting the community means rolling up our sleeves and doing the work. Whether it's teaching at a financial literacy seminar, boxing food, we show up. And I have my favorite people to talk to today that do some volunteerism for different reasons, maybe, and just talk about why they volunteer and what they get out of it and how they hope that telling what gives their heart, they can encourage others to do the same. So welcome to the show, Courtney Taylor, Community Development Officer and Financial Services Representative Sergio Olavarrieta. Let's hear why they enjoy volunteering. And I wanted to just ask each of you, you know, start with you, Sergio, because you do a lot of volunteering that most of us may not even know about that you do because you love it. So what motivates you to give back to the communities you live in? Well, most of the time when I volunteer, I volunteer because I want to help people, especially when people are going through tough times and they're down. And when somebody comes and helps them kind of lift their spirits, they, you know, they know there's people out there that can help them. And by me by doing, doing this, it makes me feel that I, I did accomplish something, you know, and I help somebody that is going through a tough time. Now everybody has the same opportunities we do. And by volunteering, we show that we can help other people. That's awesome. I love that. How about you, Courtney? You know, I always think about the needs of other people. And I think about times where I may have needed something and just looking for somebody to help fulfill some of those needs. And I think that's one of the reasons I really enjoy volunteering is it gives me a chance to be able to help others, empower somebody that may be needing, you know, food, like we talked about at a food bank or, you know, learning financial literacy, whatever the case may be, like it's an opportunity to help fill a need. And I love seeing the end result. So it just makes me, it makes me really happy. makes me excited. Yeah. I love that. Mm -hmm. I think one of the things when I look to, when I get the most satisfaction, what I see is that what I did matter. Money's, matters always. Let's be honest. I mean, we mm-hmm. have to have financial support to do everything we do. When you can see what your work or your gift of communication or lifting a mm-hmm. hand or whatever it was really touched someone else and that what you did mattered, I think right. it can, it goes a long way to see that, you know, we are fellow human beings in the end and mm-hmm. we all have gifts that we can do. And not everyone is gifted financial resources to give. So give the gift of time and of spirit, right? Mm-hmm. So I think that's really important that we all want to do that. And I love that you guys, both of you and others give so so selflessly of their heart. And that's really important. Sergio, I wanted to ask you about a story where you volunteered. And when you were volunteering, you really weren't sure how it was going to make you feel. But when you left, what kind of feeling did you leave with? And why did it matter? 
a specific store if you have one? I want to be able to Red Cross a lot. Yeah. That's going to be a tough one. I see, I see so many people going through tough times, especially when I go through a disaster. Uh, volunteering with the Red Cross, and one of the ones that keep coming back in my mind is uh, during the Christmas time and the holidays. Matter of fact, I went to a fire close by here where we worked. It was an apartment complex, a winter storm, and during the, uh, it was at 3 o'clock in the morning, and the Red Cross was called to help these people that they've gone to a fire. Not only that, after we did, you know, realized that almost lost the whole building because of the fire. We have to talk to these people and seeing the family during that time on the holidays, especially on two days before Christmas, and telling them they lost everything. They cannot come back to the apartment because everything is gone, including the Christmas present. And you see the family with the kids. And that's one of the stories that keep, they keep coming back to me. And when I left there, I felt that I was helping, even though we helped a little bit come ahead, still I felt like I did something for them. But at the same time, I felt sad because the loss of everything because of somebody else's illness. Yeah, yeah. I think that's, you know, it's a touching story, but, you know, you being there and you say, I just helped a little, but for them, it was probably everything because they, they didn't do anything to cause it. They just happened to be in a place that, you know, happened to have a horrible accident with a fire. So thank you for doing that, Sergio. How about you, Court? I think for me, I've been blessed to be able to volunteer with a variety of different organizations, but mine will probably sit from a long time ago. I'm going to say yeah. probably about 26, 27 years ago. And I say that because that Come on. I say that because my <laughs> grandfather, he used to work in uh, community relations at a electricity company. And I'll never forget in the summertime, he picked me up and said, we're going to go hand out some fans. Uh-huh. And we were also delivering, you know, like the AC units that you can kind of put in the window. Right. So all of these different folks throughout the city of Houston that may have not been able to have access to air. And we know in Texas, our heat and that summer <laughs> heat is no joke, right? But I remember, like, I remember that as a, a seven, eight-year-old going to do that, you know, through these different apartment complexes. And so right. really, it sat with me, like, I can literally see people in my head right now that we were delivering this stuff to because they were so grateful to be able to have some AC or to have a fan, you know, during our right. Texas And so being able just to, to do that at a young age, I think really put a, a seed inside of me to be able to do some of the stuff that I'm able to do now. It was just a blessing to be able to see that to remember that to help those you know just didn't have the resources that they needed at that time so yeah that's awesome what a wonderful gift your father gave to you too you know do you feel like there is a common denominator courtney and people who who do volunteer work i think the common denominator is love it's got to be a love for people it's got to be a passion to really want to help somebody else and i think that's what it is is when we get out of ourselves right. and realize that this world is bigger than just ourselves and what we mm-hmm. need right and if we do that more often, just imagine how much better this world would be. No, I mean, it's, it's, <laughs> yes. you know, it sounds simple, right? But you're, it, it does it, sound it, it is, but it is that simple yeah. as well, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. Right. yeah. You're right. You're right, Courtney. I kind of copy what Courtney was saying, but also one of the common denominators that we have is we feel like we accomplish something in our lives, and also we feel less stress when you're doing something. You're doing it out of your heart. You have no stress because you're helping somebody come ahead, and also you feel more confident that what you're doing. It's the right thing to do. It's not only people in your community, but everybody that needs their help. You know, I think that by realizing, you know, like what Connie was saying, coming out of love and all that, you know, out of your heart, you're doing this out of your heart, not because somebody put, you know, is forcing you to do it. It's because you want to do it. Yeah. You feel much less stressed, you know, more confident that, hey, I did something that didn't matter what I do. You know? Yeah. 
I think you said it right there, Sergio, it, because it matters what I do, right? What I do does matter. And sometimes I think we can become a little jaded and think uh, it doesn't, nobody really cares if I do this or not. But what we do, what volunteers do in this world do matter. I think that's really a good way to put that. Do you think there's something that unifies, you know, volunteers as a group, mm-hmm. you know, like a common theme? You know, I've seen where <laughs> different groups and getting together and things, just so we talked about the love and the humanity, but also I've seen where groups have gotten together and they've volunteered and it created like a bonding experience for them. Right. And it created more of a, a friendship and it showed them that, hey, we're doing something together. We're doing something for good. But it created a better relationship maybe amongst those that maybe have never had a, a relationship or something like that before. But I also see some things sometimes igniting some people that get excited about now they're volunteering, they're doing stuff as a group. And next thing you know, it's like, well, I really enjoyed that and I want to come back and do it again. And I want to, you know, get more involved with certain certain organizations. So I love to see when the groups get together and they start team building is what I say. How about you, sir? And also, I think that by me volunteering with the Red Cross, one of the things I learned is dedication to help others. Uh, because when you, you're sleeping, you, you know, when you're on call four or five hours a day and you're sleeping at three o'clock in the morning, you get a phone call with somebody that because the Red Cross is calling you to go help somebody that needs help. You get up without questions. Say, I'll be there in a few minutes as soon as I can. That shows your dedication to help that organization, to show them that people that care. And I think that, like Connie was saying, it, it unifies you as a group because you're dealing with different people. You know, mm-hmm. you, you don't know, know who's going to be on the group when you get there. You have mm-hmm. people there on call, but you don't know who's going to be there. But we all have a job to do and the dedication to follow what you need to do to help these people. You know, one of the things that you need to have is be able to dedicate your time and be able to say, OK, I can do this. And I, I, I put my hours, 12 hours on call and I will dedicate my hours just to, to come help somebody. Me. I love that. That's awesome. I love the way y'all both put it that, you know, it, the volunteering was one thing because you were helping someone, but then as a group, those people that are caring for others, you bond as a group as well. So you right. you found a common goal with each other and mm-hmm. of helping people. So that's, I mean, that's a really, I'm not sure people really think about it that way, that they also form relationships with those others that are helping as well. So that's, right. I think that's a very cool way to do it. So Sergio, so if you had a, you know, tell me about a type of organization. You've said at the Red Cross several times, right? That that's like an organization that you like volunteering for. Why the Red Cross? Why is that one of your go-to organizations? I know you volunteer at lots of others, but why is that the one that you keep coming back to? Because I did it for many years. I volunteer. Sorry. It's okay. Mm. It's okay. I love your heart for that. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Thank you for that. I did it for 11 years. Mm-hmm. And when I did it, it's because they asked me to. I, the first time I volunteered with the records, I, was, I just did it because I was working with a bank where they gave us 16 hours a, a year to go volunteer everywhere I would want. I went to do administration work. And when I was there, one of the staff team in, in charge of volunteers, she asked me, hey, can you come back and volunteer with us more? And I said, but in, in another capacity. And I said, what do you need? So we need help in the disaster area. And I said, well, yeah, I'll do it. Uh, no problem. Show me what I need to do and I'll do it. I did it for 11 years. I started as a volunteer, regular volunteer. And by the time I finished three, four years ago, I was a captain on the DAF team, meaning that I was in charge of a group of people. Every time we were called, I was in charge of that group. So that's why I, can, I keep coming back to the direct cause. I did volunteer with organizations, but when I did it for them for 11 years, that's a long time. And mm-hmm. that's always going to be in my heart. 
Of course, yeah. I don't do it anymore because, you know, things change, but that's why. Oh, that's mm-hmm. wonderful, Sergio. That's great. How about you, Court? Oh, goodness. Um, there's so many great organizations that I've, I've had the pleasure of being a part of. Yeah. Um, but I will say just some of the, the things that I have really enjoyed, it has been some of that financial literacy piece, which I never thought I would be maybe even good <laughs> at it, right? But right. what I've started doing is I've been able to really have some real life conversations with the clients and things that we are um, talking to and really mm-hmm. discussing things that they had no clue about. And we're talking, you know, everything from credit scores and how that can affect you applying right. for jobs and, you know, how to save your money for maybe a home or, you know, getting out of debt or whatever the case may be. And so it's so amazing to be able to share this information that people have not been able to maybe just known about, think they couldn't have access to it, or sometimes think they couldn't do it, right? Right. And so I'm like so happy to be able to go and empower folks and say, hey, no, this is where you can find this information and this is free and this is that, you know? So it's, it's it's really just amazing to see how many people are affected by just financial literacy and how that will affect them in the workforce. And because I'm like, hey, guys, y'all are in a workforce program and y'all are trying to get a job. Of course, your finances are going to go hand in hand with that. And right. so they're really working on preparing themselves to, to be better. And every time I go to those classes and I'm <laughs> talking to them, I'm saying, y'all, this is a reminder for me, too. I'm not just here trying to lecture yeah. to y'all. I said we're having real conversations because I always have to tell myself, like, Courtney, you don't need to go to Starbucks every day. <laughs> you don't need to do this every day, you know, right? But I'm having right. those same conversations and we're, we're having real life practical conversations that I think that they are really taking a hold to mm-hmm. and changing their life around. So with the financial literacy piece and even some of the career development piece with some of our organizations, I had a lady that I helped her with her resume a few years back right. just doing some mock interviewing. And she sent me a message on LinkedIn a few months later and said, you know, thanks to you, I got a job. I got a job working in insurance and all, you know, so when you hear yeah. stuff like that, it's like, oh my God. You know, like it really, it, it resonates with you and it does, it makes you feel good. But it also is like, like we were talking about earlier, like it, we're doing something, whether it's yeah. something small or big, like it really does help and we just never know, you know, so I'm happy about that for sure. When I hear both okay. of you talk about stuff like that, it reminds me of, you know, there's a different types of volunteerism. There's a time when the handout is needed because the fire at three o'clock mm-hmm. in the morning or the food you know, shortage, right. those are the, you know, and those are needed volunteers. I think that's where people go to, to some degree. But when I hear you say things like there's also the hand up where, mm-hmm. you know, where you can help yourself be better and you learn about things that maybe you weren't taught or have mm-hmm. access to things you didn't know about. So I think volunteerism, uh, it's probably, it's bigger than what people think about. And I think you brought that out, both of you, of there's a need, there's volunteers for different needs and different ways of doing it. So you find what's your passion, how you affect people and change. And as long as you're giving from your heart to do that, you can make a difference in someone's life. Absolutely. Right? So I love that you both yeah, have different I, things. I can agree. What Connie um, was saying is that, you know, teaching financial help, it teach you, you know, hey, I need to do this myself. You know, yeah. don't mm-hmm. teach something you're not going to do yourself. You know, right. teach what you know and learn from what you're teaching because financial help, it helps not only you, but you realize, hey, maybe I need to do this myself. Mm-hmm. You know, where am I failing myself? And then teach yeah. you to realize, hey, I'm helping somebody else. But at the same time, you're helping yourself. Mm-hmm. I love that. Mm-hmm. I love that, Sergio. Thank you for saying that. One of the things I want to ask you both, and I'm going to start with Sergio on this and before we end the conversation that we could probably talk hours on. Sergio, what can you do? What can you share with our audience 
to encourage them to volunteer. Well, you think, uh, you know, when you volunteer and you feel that you're doing it like the good of your heart. And not only that, but get back to your community, you know, go help somebody. You never know, a little thing you do for them is going to make a big difference to them. Not to you, but to them. And that's what's going to make a sense of purpose in your life. You know, hey, I did something that is important, not not important to me, but it is important to them, especially when somebody is going through tough time. And that's what you, it makes you feel good in your heart and your soul. Oh, I love you know? that. Right. No, thank you, Sergio. I appreciate that. How about you, Courtney? I really say find something you're passionate about. Are you passionate about children, animals, literature? <laughs> like, what? Is, what is that? Like, what are you passionate about? And find out ways that you can get involved in your local communities. And so we know there's all types of, you know, nonprofits that are dedicated to children. There's all types dedicated to animals. I mean, if books are your thing, you could host a book drive. You could go volunteer at your local library. Like, there's so many different ways for you to get involved. Right. Find out what are those some of those things that you're passionate about. But also, too, think back maybe to when you were younger or a teenager or something of that nature. What is something that you wish that you had? Do you wish you may have had a mentor? Do you wish you may have had that particular, you know, volleyball coach or basketball coach? Like, what is something that you may have missed when you were coming up? Is there a a need um, that you could feel a void of for, you know, some youth or, you know, someone in your neighborhood? So I think that's also something to possibly think about and and look at as well. I love that. I think one of the things when I I hear both of you and one of the things that resonates with me for both of you and probably for Mm -hmm. others is that it doesn't matter what station in life you're in or, Mm -hmm. you know, where you work or who you are, how old you are, how young you are, how much money you have or don't have, what circumstances. We all have a way that we can then we can help someone else. Mm-hmm. And you have both exhibited that through, you know, life experiences that maybe you've had or something that touched you that was for real. And so what I wanted our listeners to hear is that find that purpose, find that reason to give back just a little more than you thought. Don't let anything hold you back. And, and remember, I think I'm going to use Sergio's words. It means something to them. It means you gave something to someone else. And in the end, isn't that what it's all about? That we get, we help one other person in this world and, and not be worried about my, my work doesn't matter. It all matters. So thank you, Sergio. Thank you, Courtney. I really appreciate your thank time. You. Thank you for your hearts. Oh, thank, thank you. you. Thank, thank you. you for having us. Thank you. It's a pleasure. Thank you. Thank you.